What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. That's you. That's you. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to the Dragon, the gentleman's layer in the building on, on, on our way to progress. Anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang back in here with the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Today, we have a fantastic episode. All right, this is an episode that the, uh, of course, the chickens are coming home to roost. If this was not another indication that dating is dead, somebody said something's wrong with the sound. Nope, something's wrong with the sound. All right, Um. anyway, uh, let's see here. Somebody said, nope, the sound's good. Hold on for a second. Let me check out what's going on. Sound, sound effect. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said, nah, that sound is good. Hey, give yourself the buzzer. <laughs> give yourself the buzzer. Stop throwing me off. Anyway, anyway. What do we got going on here? We got a great, fantastic show before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> the might sound nice. Check one. So uh, today's show, we're going to talk about they had a dating mixer to celebrate black love. Do you want some of that thug love? I think you need that thug love. You need that thug love. Yeah. <laughs> I want some of that thug love. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, man, uh, Black Love was on celebration in Dallas, Tejas, and the brothers did not show up. The brothers got up out of there, man. The brothers was like, yo, <laughs> we ain't dealing with them. Sisters, you've been on, on my mind. Sister. All right. Sisters was all mad. All right. Running around here wearing all the where all the brothers at. They were like, what happened? All right, we're going to talk about a couple of problems that they had. Allegedly, some women or a, an event planner threw, threw together some dating mixer, which men don't show up to dating mixers. Dating mixers are absolutely trash. All right, speed dating. Uh, these scenarios oftentimes end up going nowhere, but we'll talk about that. And uh, they found out no brother showed up. All right, so now they have two different clips, and they said, well, the party got litty a little bit later after the video was posted on TikTok. And, of course, a couple of simps came over uh, to the event a little bit later. But we're going to show you the desperation that some of these black women are going through in particularly. And this is a this is pretty much all women. It's not just black women. But black women have been at the head of the table of the I don't need no man movement and strong and independent for so long that it's no surprise that brothers are not willing to put themselves into these speed date arenas. Many times these are just fodder for women to you know, criticized men and said that they don't measure up and all of this stuff. The comment sections on these videos have absolutely been rewarding on both sides of the argument. So we're going to go through that. Uh, brothers decided not to show up in mass, all right, in mm. mass to not go to some of these events. We're going to talk about why they didn't go to see some of the some of these events um, a little bit later. But the let your voice be heard dollar sign CGA live right there on the bottom right hand portion of your screen that is the cash app to let your voice be heard additionally you can go on paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams i'll pin that particular link to the chat you can you can you can go a little bit longer on your rant if you need to or let your voice be heard or you can have a few more sentences on paypal i appreciate you no ability to super chat over here in the meantime we will use those uh places to go Check out uh, the members-only content on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. We were members-only yesterday morning on the morning uh, members-only stream. And then also, 
And then also we have Patreon, which also gets the members only stream and the money mindset stream, which we was on there killing it last night as well. A very helpful conversation going in on cryptocurrency and the new the new the new way people are uh, investing in the cryptocurrency with this recent crash. So we talk about business orientation, time management and all of those things over there. And we kicked it for two hours yesterday on the money mindset stream anyway. Without further ado, let me acknowledge the earlier contributors to the show via the Cash App and PayPal. Hopefully, we can get over a chance to get both of those in. And we do have, let me see here. Yes, indeed. So we do have, let's see here. We're going to call him uh, Robert O. Shout out to you. He says, for content appreciation, this was from this weekend. So I appreciate the people that do send contributions over the weekend. They watch the replays and then they send over a contribution shout out to class e beats happy father's day coach and happy father's day uh for the people who even you dead beats but for the good fathers out here the bad fathers the deadbeat fathers the deadbeat by default fathers hope you guys had a good weekend and you got a suit or a tie or a pair of socks or whatever i uh, hope you did that this weekend dg seymour is in the building appreciate you as always simon small starting off yesterday he says to start your flying in Kaylee funds. Oh, these were from the member stream. Yes, I was. I remember you guys were donating during the member stream, which you don't have to. Abby Sandy says, Sub CGA, what would be your uh, money in New Jersey? Or we were talking about that yesterday uh, uh, the move to Las Vegas and how much coach is saving, saving a lot. All right, XL Pro Services, shout out to the coach gang. Dijon Dixon says, For beat for black men, didn't even call me on Father's Day. Uh oh. Shaking my head. Wait, your baby mom or a black man? I can't even. I'm assuming that's your black uh, baby mama. Didn't even call you. <laughs> uh, man, that's a damn shame. They don't care about you, brothers. They don't care about you, brothers. Classy Beats, happy money day. I got money. Shout out to the deadbeat daddies out here. Appreciate y'all. All right, you guys know all that, that is gaslighting, right? Mario L, we're going to call you that. Sorry about that. Coffee for the coach. Thank you, sir. Who else is in here? Kevin O, not Kevin Owens. He says, coffee fun, coach, salute. I didn't even get no coffee this morning. That's what I'm missing. Loud pockets. California is not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> that you're leaving, coach? Well, I'm just a short arms distance from california i can get back if i need to but yeah they not happy boy now i'm taking that I, I, hey they let look you gotta get my bag and run <laughs> bye-bye all right brian thompson says sysbm that's all free agent for life and people don't understand how powerful these acronyms have been over the last few years and we're gonna identify a couple of other things as to why men got scrambling and are not going to these uh these propagandized black love events okay vmad says congrats on the new home keep up the fire we are out here we are out here getting it done the beta male police says coach you were undefeated <laughs> and here we are thank you very much we appreciate you this message this message i know man they've been trying everything to do to stop it but it's only getting bigger and bigger and it's spreading it's spreading. Averill turns to Eden. Much love, dear coach. Matthew 19 and 12. All right, man, I wasn't ready for a sermon, but uh, we'll get to that. And let me do one more. No drift. Appreciate you. Bodybuilding, he says, for the coffee. All right, let's get into the show. Thank you for the earlier contributors. 
We'll check out PayPal during the next break. But let me go ahead and pull up my links. All right, so here's the story. Let's go ahead and give you the rundown of the story. Apparently, there was a, an event in Dallas, Texas, which people are trying to blame every damn thing they can possibly blame on why men did not show up. They're going to force to say it was 104 degrees in Dallas, which, A, the event promoter should have known that it was going to be 100 degrees before they put this show on. So I don't want to hear about that. Anytime you can get a couple pieces of peace leave or a piece of calico to show up or a little bit of leg or some thickness to show up, that shouldn't stop brothers from showing up because it's 104 degrees. The sister showed up. Sister, you been on. Oh, my, my. And what's going on with these eye filters or these eye contacts? Anyway. Sister, so you must be my sister, so. All right, my soul sister showed up. Hey, sister, soul sister. Hey, show. Look at her, man. She got her. She got her uh, braids done. She got her weave. She got her makeup and filter on. She got them lips, lipstick. All right. She got bamboo earrings, at least two pair, a Fendi bag, and a bad attitude. My rounderweight girl showed up. Here's what happened. Let's go ahead and let her play it. Went to a singles mixer, and only women showed up. Uh-oh, they bumping Tyrese, all right? Um, look at all of these damn sisters. <laughs> uh, empty table, empty table, empty, 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 empty. <laughs> nobody there, nobody there, nobody there, nobody there, no man, no man, no man. Boy, it's a tuna fish factory out here, bro. What in the world? Where? Hey. <laughs> Where everybody at? All the brothers on child support? What what the hell going on? Here? Wait a minute. Wait. They playing that simp ass Tyrese music out there. See, they use that music to hypnotize you, brothers. All right. To get you in that mood, that baby making music out here. All right. Where are these girls at? All right. Well, oh, they're going chocolate and sister there, right there. Oh, nobody there. Chocolate, mocha, caramel, bliss, all of this out here. All right. What's what other flavors they got? Empty ass table right here, bro. What? <laughs> it smelled like a can of what is going on out here, bro? Hey, nobody else got the message. <laughs> look at all them sisters. Oh, look at look. <laughs> Where everybody ain't hey, one piece of salami out here. Look at these sisters right here. Oh man, bro, it ain't that hot out here. Where everybody at? Where everybody at? Butter pecan, caramel, vanilla, chocolate, chocolate mocha. All these damn flavors out, they all lonely. All lonely. What, yo, is it this bad in Dallas? Yo, not one brother. All right, let's go get down to the bottom of this situation right here. Oh man, how miserable, how pathetic, how pathetic. And of course. They blaming the Dusties for not showing up. They're like, well, them Dusties didn't show up. Uh, you know, let me read some of the comments. All right. These comments were absolutely hilarious. All right. So somebody says you reap what you sow or you reap what you sow in. <laughs> you reap what you sow in. Oh, my God. This is absolutely hilarious. Here it is right here. Black men are no longer interested in black love. What is keeping black women holding on? All right. Interesting. And many of these comments are from women. So it should be interesting perspective. 
Um, here's one right here. Stop fishing in a small pond when the ocean awaits you. Oh, there's more of that. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. If you can't fish locally, your ass have no business fishing in the open ocean. All right. Forget it. Throw, throw the towel. Hold on for a second. Where's my throw the towel in? When you go throw the damn towel. Brothers been telling y'all to throw the damn towel for a minute. I mean, listen, we can look at some of the things that have impacted the dating market since the last 20 years. You have this. Let me go ahead and play this clip right here. Let me show you this clip. First of all, uh, you have the the uh, I don't need no man syndrome. Let's go ahead and roll this and we'll get a copyright for this. But I got to play it. You didn't know no man. Look at him. All right. Look at look at the face right here. All right. You didn't need no man. Remember? Oh, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. <laughs> I don't need a man. Yo, all that strong and ind independent. Throw your hands up at me. Strong and ind independent. Throw your hands up at me. All the play days, pay my bills. Throw your hands up at me. Remember all that? Yeah, brothers remembered all that. And then we remembered y'all had all of these standards, all right? I guess not enough six, four, six foot four, 225 pound linebackers were available in Dallas. Mm. <laughs> all right, because you know what was going to happen. Soon as you showed up, all they was going to do was, you know how they have those speed dating episodes where the girl just walks in line and goes, nope, 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 maybe you. Okay, nope, nope, nope. All right, so this is what they want to do with speed dating. This is what they want to do. And so let me show you a clip that I always show you at the beginning of my streams. I show you this clip. This is what do, dudes do not want to go speed dating, sending in interviews, doing this. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Let me tell you what dudes have been doing, first of all, because uh, I'm gonna read the comment section again on this video. Dudes have been getting RP. They've been getting wake, woken up. All right, so let's look at the impact of Kevin Samuels alone. All right, he's he's reached households like crazy. All right, he became mainstream for a certain point, point in time. So you got to throw in the impact of the Kevin Samuels and then the impact of this type of community. So people like us that are in the second, third, fourth tier of putting this information out, then the people who were the origin of putting this message out that I followed and other, others like me followed. So we've been doing this for a good five to 10 years and men have been waking up and it probably only woke up in the last two to three years. So men are going, wait, in the in the in the words of Kevin Samuels, fit feminine cooperative. All right. That's what we're looking for. And they're like, we ain't going to give you none of that. We ain't going to do none of that. You ain't got to get you ain't got to get we ain't going to get it. We ain't going to do you ain't going to do. All right. <laughs> not only that, not only that interracial dating, interracial dating. Dudes are like, well, I'm in Dallas, Texas. Might as well find me some Kaylee's, all right? Why am I going to sit around looking for black love when Kaylee's around somewhere in Keller, Texas? Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship. 
how about that? How about the the apparent openness of people giving up the cheese? All right. People, I mean, women are passing around like pancakes. It's very easy to get cheeks busted. I don't have to sit through a speed dating to get no cheek busted. All right. Now, what about older men? Because let's just put it like this. Most of those women that were sitting out there were about 38 plus. I mean, that I'm not talking about their dress size. I'm talking about their age. 38 plus. Now, let me tell you, if I was in Dallas, what I would be doing um, and what I would be doing. Uh, let's go ahead and play it. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Yeah, dudes don't mind paying for time, materials, and efforts, especially, wait, especially if that they have the junior college, all right? So the junior college is wide open for men. Interracial dating is wide open for men. Men ain't trying to deal with no washed up 38, 40, 45 year old. Let me just play. Let, let me just look at the demographics again of that. This, this wasn't a junior college meeting. Right? This wasn't a meeting of the junior college. This was a meeting of washed up older women. All right. I mean, it's not even close. Most of these people are 35, 38, 35, 39, 40, 45. Let's see right here. This woman's definitely in her 40s. Two kids, maybe two husbands. All these women are in their 40s. Look. Uh, for men in their 40s, they ain't got to do it no more, all right? They ain't got to do it. They don't even have to measure up to your standards anymore. Who cares, all right? So why would they show up to something like that? What would be the incentive? Maybe if I had a business that I wanted to promote or something like that, I'm not going to sit around and let these people believe that they have uh, the ability to interview me. I wouldn't want to do, I wouldn't, that would, type of a bit wouldn't draw me, all right? Now, if that was a sorority house, all right, and it was like, hey, uh, the, the, um, the uh, Texas Southern University alumni is going to host the new incoming freshman and sophomore class for sorority orientation. All right. Well, guess where I'm going to be? I'm going to be. Oh, what? You having a what? You doing a sorority girl and alumni? All right. Here I come. <laughs> All right. And don't be mad at me. All right. That y'all going to bring y'all's daughters out there and I'm going to be out there putting in a word or two. I got money. All right. So this is what's happening here. Also, Derek Jackson, that Jerry Jackson's done. All right. He's not going to be out there to promote uh, all of the black love for these men to go out there and save these sisters from being washed away economically. Gas prices are going nuts. A lot of these girls are looking for bailout plans. That's what's happening here. And guys, we can feel it. We can feel it. We already know what's going on. And so dudes are not going to get duped by something as silly as this. Oh, come on out. There's beautiful young black. There's beautiful black women out here. For what? This looks like a church meeting. Who's going to go to any of this, man? All right. This looks like a church meeting at the bottom of the basement. All right. After church, we're going to have a singles ministry. And the sisters, that's going to be out there. They don't repackage themselves. They don't repackage themselves. These are some good women. You're going out there and you're going to get you some good food and some good women. Boy, I tell you, man, these waitresses got stuck. For their bill. I, you know they got stuck for their paper. You know they got stuck for their paper. No tips. They ordered one drink. They was nursing the whole damn thing the entire time. You know they got stuck for their tip. You know they ordered uh, these three people at the table right here. You know they ordered one entree and uh, a, a plate of rice. And they shared it the whole damn night. Oh, boy. Mm. A whole $16.20 for, for, for each table. 
All right, after they didn't serve one drink, Lord have mercy. Look at this. Look at this. They ain't ordering nothing. Ooh, these sisters out here, out here sweating, bro. <laughs> All right, who going? Who would show up to this, bro? What desperation would you have? Now, let me just clear this up real quick, because apparently this was early on in the event. All right, so I'm going to already hear this right now. There's somebody's going to tell me. So, yeah, broke. Somebody's going to tell me. Somebody says, as a man, me going to a singles mixer, mixers mean I got no hoes and don't no woman want no man that got no hoes. <laughs> That's actually kind of true. I mean, what kind of flag are you raising up to say you're so desperate to go to an event like this? Uh, the women are going to go here. And, you know, the women are already talking to several other men. So the men, you don't have to go here to get a, uh, get any attention. So here, this is apparently later in the event. And then this one lady here, I am Lady J, says, y'all, y'all came out last night. <laughs> so this is later on in the day, and they're trying to show that there's some men at the event. Let's go ahead and re review the film and see if there's only men at this event. All right. Oh, there's a sister right there. Sister with the gap to smile. All right, here we go. What she got over here? All right, there's a brother there. All right. Oh, you got some of these penguin suit wearing brothers. All right. Some of these brothers right here uh, that these girls called out. These are the dudes that the, the ladies, they were like, don't y'all know any super simps out there? <laughs> don't y'all know any simps? They got on the phone. Hey, come on out here. Hey, there's some leg out here. We showing leg out here. Come on out. And a couple of simps end up coming out later on. All right, there's a dude in the penguin suit. He need to take a couple of pounds down. There's a dude. These dudes came from the gym real quick. They was like, we doing what? All right, let me see. <laughs> they threw they just for men in. How much just for men is at this event? These are the simps that they that, that people pull. Hey, man, head on over. Put your just for men in your beard and then skedaddle on over. All right, here we go right here. <laughs> yeah, there's a brother right here. All right, brothers came for the gym. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This dude got a little bit of sugar in his tank. We're not going to count him right here. And why are all these brothers on the microphone? All right. This brother got a little, he a little sweet. Uh-oh. This girl right here, though, she can, I'll holler at her. All right, let's see what we got right here. All right, let's see here. All right, she's acting shocked. Uh-oh, they got a couple of slimmies out there. Oh, I see a couple of slim. Hey, you need you out of work, baby? You know you out of work. She got that little, uh, what is this, a pre Prada coach? Whatever the hell this is. Uh, Yeah, I think I can't remember what the hell this is. Anyway, you know she broke, but you know she could get a couple of dollars around here too. Hey, yo. I got money. All right, here we go. I wouldn't, I wouldn't meet her out there, but I tell her to come on through the crib. Gucci, sorry, Gucci. <laughs> Somebody said that's a man. Oh no, hell no. Oh, there's a couple brothers here. Uh oh, I know that ain't no white girls at the Black Love event. He done brought up some white girls. Oh, <laughs> the brother said, "I'll come," but there better be some damn white girls. <laughs> and that's you. <laughs> Brother came in and brought him a couple of vanilla wafers in this mug. He brought him a couple of Natashkas and, and Tatiana's and Sasha's. He came in. 
hey, I got to have a couple of white girls if I show up. Gone, bro. <laughs> he like, is Natasha and Tatiana, can I bring them to the... <laughs> this a pimp. I think this is a pimp. He brought a couple of his top-notch thoroughbreds to the place. <laughs> He's like, I don't want no sisters. Let me bring some thoroughbreds because of these thirsty brothers around here. All right, here we go right here. We got a, hey, man, these sisters' hair done, by the way. All right, she got her hair did. All right, uh-oh, Aisha Curry and them. She, man, these women too old for me, bro. Uh, oh, these ain't no, these are performers. Look at this. Look at, look at all that, bro. All right, so if I count this particular stream here, I see a lot of big older women. Except for them girls, there's a couple of Slimmies around there and a couple of Tatianas and the Tashkas and whatnot. But the rest of them, this is mostly women. Even though a couple of simps did come through. This one right here, though, she could get it. But, of course, they electric slide and stepping and all of that, step in the name of love. All right, most of the dude, oh, my Lord, Lord. <laughs> Dallas, what y'all doing? This what y'all doing, Dallas? This looked like a whole big throwdown at the picnic back at the family reunion. A lot of aunties out here. There's a lot of aunties and grannies. Whoa. Auntie Fest 2022. You. Oh, no. No. Okay. Yep. Wait a minute. Is Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. These brothers don't count. These brothers be looking zesty out here, man. These brothers don't count. These aren't these aren't single men. <laughs> these aren't single men. Who is this dude? Oh, look at auntie. Look at the aunties. They spent all day in that salon chair to get them hairs all done up. Laid, fried, dyed, laid to the side. She didn't, she didn't even make no effort. Now, these don't look like no young women. These don't look like respectable women. <laughs> Jesus. Don't you want respectable? Is this Houston or Dallas? What is going on out here? Look at this convention. Oh, hell no. I mean, she must be the event organizer. She's been on the mic quite a bit. So we see what happened. She then swindled all of these sisters right here. This the one. This the one. With the Gucci, with the Gucci uh rap band wrapped around her waist. So she the one that finessed everybody out of their money. She's been the one talking. And if I look back there, there go some white girls back there. So I might, I might, I'll be over here going, wait a minute. Uh, what Kaylee and 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 Josie doing back there? Can I holler at them real quick? They're gonna do with the penguin suit. All right, so there you go, right there. It 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 did turn out that a couple of dudes did stop through. All right, but let's just put it like this. <laughs> let's just put it like this. These are leftover women. It is. And so men are not necessarily in need for people like this. If there's an opportunity to pass some business and get some insurance and get some new real estate customers, yes. But men aren't in the need to do this anymore because of the marketplace the way it is. Women have opened up the marketplace to be online dating. And now women are trying to abandon online dating because it's trash. And it's a meat market, and women are looking for something special. 
they're looking for something specific. But why would why would it be there in a speed dating place where it would be advantageous to them to have long non-sexual conversations and then to be easily dismissing men? Men don't want to put themselves in this situation. So they've come up with SYSBM. They come up with um, um, going your own way. They come up with red pill. They come up with any of the free agent lifestyle. Any of these things over the last couple of uh, years that men have come up to come up with in order to avoid those exact scenarios. As a matter of fact, one of the commenters says it right here. Oh, passport game. Men are going over uh, using their passports. So there's a whole bunch of other things that men are doing. They're learning to invest. They're surviving. They're cutting down on their budget. This is not the time to pick up dead weight. This is not the time to get into a relationship. It's too easy to get sex. This one right here says the single men are too busy listening to alpha male podcasts. So a lot of people seem to be um, hitting on that one. Somebody says they should have start talking to each other, making new friends. Uh, a woman named Kiki says, I live in Dallas and the men are actually at Neiman Marcus buying outfits with the love of their lives, their homies. And so that's a way to slander men as to say, oh, um, you need us. And if you don't need women, you're somehow, you know, they're going to imply that you're zesty or something like that. Somebody says here, this tells you everything you need to know. A woman says, I'm side eyeing the event planner, which I think is that um, light skinned sister over there. A woman named Kayla, this is embarrassing. This race loyalty is killing y'all. BW divest and open up your options options if love and marriage is what you want. Uh ladies, I have nothing I have nothing wrong with women who want to interracially date. I think black women should interracially date the because I mean listen, the numbers don't work for you the same. I mean, it just doesn't. So the problem you're having is you're going to try to choose to interracially date when you're too old. Let's just say you want to date Asian or white men who are at the top of the pecking order economic wise. They're not choosing leftover women. So you're going to have to interracially date when you're 20, 21, 22, 25 and know what these men want. And by the time you hit past 30, you can forget dating any, any one of them regularly. Mm. Unless you want to play some sort of bed winch to a liberal minded man all right and so he can have his his bed winch fantasies fulfilled by you later in your years all right that is the only option men at the high end of the pecking order economically don't have to wait for you when you're 25 30 35 40 washed up or or reborn or sell a bit or buy a bit i don't care they don't have to do it why would they do that so if you're going to open up your racial loyalty, uh, uh, your racial options at this point, at the age of you're, you're going to an event and you're 39, oh, damn, this didn't work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start dating white men. Nope. White men typically don't date older women like that. They don't, unless he's 59 and he'll come down and get you. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Uh, elegant lady says, so sad. They all look lovely and made an effort to put themselves together. Now, who they're blaming? The Dusties. The same Dusties that they wanted to be at the event. Dusties will look for them at 50 and 60 when they need someone to look after their sick asses. All right, so here we go. 
Um, if a woman says if it was a black singles mixer, then that's the problem right there. As a result, that's what showed up. Another lady Victorian says, if the, if this doesn't wake y'all up, then I don't know what will I have or I've been divested. She says, I've been divested. Ladies, your loyalty is one-sided. No, your options are one-sided. Trust me, they don't have the options to do what they believe that they can do. The options aren't there. If you look at any dating app that skews towards who are the most popular uh, women and what women get the most messages and what women get the least messages, it's very clear. And I need to probably pull it up so people don't think I'm making it up. It's clear. Black women tend to be at the bottom of the pecking order in messages interested, messages responded to, okay, and messages initiated from men. They're at the lower end. So, yeah, I mean, some of you guys can go over there and go to the other side. But the problem is, is this is going to be where the problem is. You're going to change your behavior in such a way. You're going to change your behavior in such a way as to change it to exactly what the black men were asking you to change it. And you gave black men bite back. You were like, no, we ain't changing our behavior. So when you go over to the other side, you're going to have to change your behavior. I mean, it is what it is. And then at that point, the brothers are going to say, well, why do you change for him and not us? Which is an honest question. And women can certainly bite back and say, because y'all dusties. Okay, if we're dusties, you didn't need us. Okay. Another woman says, at this point, open up your options. Pretty G says this, she says the embarrassment most black women will go through for the world's lowest men is beyond me. Wow. Another woman, I feel embarrassed for them. I hope this uh, didn't, I hope they didn't pay for this. Maybe they did. Another woman here, black women seem to be the only ones that want black love. Uh, are you waking up, ladies? Are you waking up? Honey for black love with those that don't want it. Yikes. Okay, uh, another one here. Last couple. Meanwhile, I'm in Dallas in my bed. This is from a black woman. I'm. It's a 100 degrees outside. Date out. All y'all wanting, all y'all waiting on the same F-boy Tyrone. Okay, another woman. Black women are embarrassing themselves at this point. <laughs> okay, we got a lot of great comments. We got a lot of great comments on this one. She's uh, Sassy Brown. Oh, my God. They are still hopeful. I have. She says, I hope they finally get the memo now. Wow. Mm. <laughs> another woman. Wow. This is saying something. OK. Uh, another woman. Black love is a myth. I promise most of us are more likely to find a real unicorn. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> last one. Last one. Damn. The black men aren't serious. He says they don't even have to be present to embarrass black women. Oh, my God. Woo. This is rough. This is rough. But let this be a statement to be made. And uh, I have left the community a long time ago. I have left the community a long time ago. I haven't been part of the community a long time. I gave away my card. I gave away my membership for the losing team. All of that stuff. Yes, I'm shuffling. I, I see no benefits into it. I gave up dating sisters a long time ago. <laughs> But if you men 
are interested in knowing if men have been holding the line. This is an example of men holding the line. And I think I don't think black men in particularly have a problem as big of a problem as the black women do in this situation where they're hoping for black love. They're hoping for these um, little pockets of of racial centers where there's 30, 40, 50 percent of black people where you guys can hold on to this uh, like Philadelphia, like uh, Rochester, Trenton, Milwaukee, Chicago, Gary, Indiana. I mean, these play Atlanta. I'm trying to think if I'm missing any. Charlotte has a good uh, pocket of these particular places. Charlotte, Raleigh, like these places are small pockets, Detroit, where there's 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 pretty much control over where men or women go. Outside of that, yeah, Baltimore, D.C., Philadelphia, Chirac, Shotlanta, Kilwaukee, <laughs> Baltimore. So any of these places like that, those are these pockets. And outside of those pockets, it's wide open. <laughs> yeah, Memphis, Memphis, Tupelo, Jackson. Most of these outside of those places is wide open for everybody. So we don't have this problem where we're just, okay, well, let's wait for black women to put on a, an event and we'll show up. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You have it wide open. If you live in Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, San Jose, if you live in Las Vegas, Phoenix, uh, Denver, any of these places, somewhere outside of Dallas, Austin, any of these places, it's wide open. It's absolutely wide open. So you wouldn't have to be. I don't know why a place in Dallas. I can see them doing this in Houston, but in Dallas, it's wide open. It's pretty much wide open. Uh, so brothers don't have to depend on this being their only option that you would show up to an event like this. I would suggest, and I'm glad people are holding the line and we can see the evidence of what happened, what's happening in these situations. Men are holding the line. Men are exploring their options. Men are traveling. <clears throat> By the way, men are dating younger women. Men are not dating at all. Men are going monk mode. I find it absolutely interesting that, Men are supposed to always be responding. According to Brief, uh, Briefold's law, men are always supposed to respond to what women are putting out there. And when they don't, then it's then we're the problem. Still, we're the dusties. We're too broke. Uh, we don't, we're not making the effort. We don't believe in black love. Uh, all of these things. No, men have options now. They have options. And some of the options are, we'll just be by myself, all right? I'll be by myself. I don't need y'all. And what's the problem with saying that? Because they've been saying that for so long. And men are tired of hearing it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and play it again. Yeah. Okay. So when you don't need no man, y'all can do all y'all want, right? Play it. Oh, it's stuck. I've flown myself to Paris. Is. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. All right. And you can. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis let's, in speech. Let's read the comments, brothers. Let's read the comments from the brothers who have committed to uh, uh, let their voice be heard here. What? What? Why is this part on my show? Oh, there we go right there. Let your voice be heard. PayPal. Not me. Backslash coach Greg Adams. Who is in the building? Shout out to. Hey, we got a, another sponsorship here in the building. Whoa, he's got a lot to say. And he says, shout out to Coach 
He says, keep the truth coming, introduced you to many of the young men which are struggling with women nowadays, not to hate them. Absolutely. We don't hate women here. All right. At all. He says, but to understand their nature, that's what we intend to do over there, over here. He says, wish I could state my situation for your viewers only to understand that you are 100% correct. Appreciate you, brother. He says, share it if you want. And, um, and, he, and he says, I'm a test pilot, 50 years old and a triathlon athlete ex divorced me to kingdom come three years ago after a 20 year marriage. This would be a great divorce that we warned you men about. When I decided, he says, when she decided that, sorry, there's some punctuation. Uh, there's some like some some things that are included in the message that he didn't type. I think when he types and there's some things here. And he says, he says, and when uh, decided to win out for Chad only to return back six months later down the road and shame to take her back. So she tried to um, she tried to get her Chad fixed and her Tyrone fixed and she got sent back. Thank God. No kids. Told her to kick rocks. I'm grateful to this individual because I'm living the free agent lifestyle, advancing in every aspect of life, physically, mentally, emotionally, with more money. I got money. And more energy and time to spend for myself and my hobbies. Be well, stay safe, keep smiling, and educate young men. Bless you, brother. Appreciate that. He says, P.S., you should see the expiration on the X dream killer when... My 50-year-old birthday, he says, for my 50-year-old birthday, I got a 9-11, which was busting my balls, all right? So so you got your 9-11. You're living your free agent lifestyle. You got more money. You got less dead weight. And you're physically, mentally, financially, and emotionally stronger. Once men get an indication that, though, of course, when the big head starts out thinking the little head, you can't be manipulated. You'll have more money. And if you, if you so do get put in a position to find this um this peace quiet and freedom you'll rarely ever go back the only man and shout out to you that was from nick nicholas will call you many men are finding this out that they find a lot more peace when women are around i mean i found that when i wrote the book free age of lifestyle i was like this is the guide to peace quiet and freedom those are the most important things okay that uh men are that, that men want in life and i did a video on this a couple weeks ago what men want shout out to um mr falk he says coach please talk about how in the new jurassic park movie they made a woman be able to recreate or recreate on herself and the raptor in the movie can do it also huh Another thing, how can any women on this earth say that their husband great them? Please let me know what you think about that. Okay, I haven't seen any of the new movies, so I don't want to give too much away at all. But um, uh, the people, listen, some of these things that they come up with, all I tell you is just go ahead and respect it and take it as a cue to walk away. Um, You know, Jada Pinkett Smith's, uh, mother said that her husband took liberties with her. You know, they, again, people love to control men sexually. And when you basically say, well, you can't control me sexually, or you decide to find a better way to uh, give your controls away sexually, they reel you back in. They call you all kind of names. What do you mean you're going to go to the Philippines to get some peace leave? You dirty bum. You can't get none where you are. Well, listen, mm. I choose to go over there. 
What do you mean you're going to go into monk mode? No way. No. What do you mean you're going to go date Latina girls? What do you mean? You know, I mean, they will come up with every other. What do you mean you're going to pay for it? Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. What do you mean you're going to date younger women? What do you mean? I mean, so they're always trying to find a way to, to beat you down. Same thing as when you're married. All right, get married and you'll have all the sex you want. And your wife will give it to you whenever you want. That's what they that's what they insinuate when you get it. Hey, just have sex with me. You don't need nobody else. I'll take care of you 100%. All right, as soon as you go reaching for them and get some marital missionary. Are you serious? I I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Yeah. And so then they start saying, you took it from me. You took some marital missionary from me. All right. They're always going to be the victim. Oh, my God. We was married for 10, 15 years. You kept begging. And so I finally gave it to you out of pity. And I didn't want to give it to you because I didn't gave it to Francisco earlier today. But now you want to take it from me. He didn't took it from me, Lord. He took that marital missionary. You mean the mar you mean a marital missionary that I paid for and I put it all in this nice little house to protect? You still don't want to give me none? They want you playing the ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So today, somebody said it. Men are beyond shaming anymore. I mean, you be like, oh, you simp, you dusty, you broke, you broke, and you uh, chasing vanilla, and you love the white girls, and blah, 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 and you passport perverts out there, and you out there, you, you tricks. Yeah, I'm all of that. Tricks are for kids. All right, I'm all of that. Whatever you want. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right, whatever you guys want. To shame me as I'm that. Go ahead. I'm a trick Uncle Tom sellout, passport uh, owning, uh, young junior college girl lane, pipes lane. All right, wheeling and dealing, <laughs> all of that. Woo! I'm Ric Flair up in this bad boy. I take all of them names. Yep. Uh huh. I'm weak. I'm broke. I'm dusty. All of it. Give me all of that. I can't get no girls. All right. <laughs> I'm such I'm such a good man. All of it, brothers. Whatever you. we want. Jet flying. All right. Wheeling the deal. That's me. So don't be mad. Who else is in here? Shout out to Jesus says, shout out to them deadbeat fathers who never miss child support payments and make cringe videos delivering diapers and gifts and clothes, saying that they baby mama won't let them see them, their kids. Oh my goodness. I won't ever let my see my kids. I deliver baby diapers over here, formula, milk, 
I did it all out here and she still won't let me see my kid. Can I see my son? Nope. She won't let me see my son, fake book. Let's do something about that. Hey, man, wash your hands of these people. All right, let these miserable people live their life out on struggle zone, okay? It's keeping kids away from you. Let them live their lives. And stop begging to have kids. Uh, who else is in here? Michael R. says, uh, I'm messing around with this single mother who was married to another woman who is now separated for the last few years. Her 19-year-old junior college daughter is on Seeking arrangements <laughs> what did i tell you guys cga over here the notorious one we're undefeated i'm telling you where the world is going i'm telling you where the world is going generation z is out here selling slanging they slanging it all right because i know they be all up on my curtains they be all up in my bed i don't want to fight i just want to kiss you <laughs> lay in my bed <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Deadly Edley. What is the opposite of a sausage fest right there? Uh, a sardine festival. We got a couple more, man. Thanks for hanging in here. Uh, Mr. McBrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Men are like, hey, I don't have to do as much anymore. People used to start whole families by 25, 23, 22. And now we have the nerve to call all of these people kids. And Gary V, what he's doing, I like Gary V, but what he's doing is he's pandering to the younger audience. If you think starting your life at 40 makes sense, I don't know what to tell you. Because there's a group of people out here with a blue chip mindset. They are actually out here getting it. They're getting it done. By the time you hit 40 and you're just starting, you asking for it. You asking to live a miserable life. Um, one thing about being 40, and I'm in my 40. I'm in my 40s. My body feels different. My, my body feels completely different. Like, I can't just jump up and do anything, right? I, I It takes me, I'm a little slower to wake up, a little slower to get out of bed. Um, and in order to take on tasks, I have to, oh, I have to think about this. <laughs> Let me think about, you know what I mean? How many times I'm going to walk up a flight of stairs, moving boxes. When I was in my twenties, not so much. I could go up and down the stairs. So you better take advantage of your younger years because once you hit 40, you're not going to just say, well, now I'll start doing all the hard work now. Mm. Now you don't want to do it feeling like this. Okay, I don't feel bad, but I don't feel great. <laughs> I don't feel great. So take advantage of your younger years when you're out here able to do it now. This is when the time where you build, but everybody's coddling these people. I tell you, we have a problem with weak-ass parents, and I'm tired of it. I'm going to campaign against weak-ass parents, and I'm going to um, talk about how you're exploiting your children because you, as a parent, you're an enabler and you're a codependent. And you need therapy. Your kids don't. You need to separate yourself from your kids, for real. You used to be able to let your kids fly. 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 You used to let them fly. Fly away. I want to get away. I want to fly away. Man, let them kids get them wings, spread your wings and fly away. They don't need to be up under your codependent, enabling ass. Number one, you're a loser parent, all right? Number one, you're a loser and you need your kids. Because without your kids, you're absolutely nothing. Mm. Yeah, I'm going in on parents, for real. I'm going in on y'all. Because without your kids, you're nothing. Your whole identity is wrapped up in your kids and you barely did a good job doing that. You were trash raising your kids. And now you're trash with your kids living up under you. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let your kids go so they can actually accomplish something in life. Then to sit up under you. Because you're going nowhere after your kids are an adult. You're going absolutely nowhere. Let them get a chance to live the life. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I can't stand these enabling ass. We co And most of these parents are divorced, co-parent, single mothers. This is what happens. And then the single mother typically holds on to the child. Oh, you can live up under me and save all that money. And, you know, you don't have to start off in life. Man, please. It's tragedy. It's a tragedy. And then these women wonder around why, why their men's are uh, dirty, uh, dusties. Y'all were the one raising them. Son, husbands. Men, get away from your mamas. They are treacherous. <laughs> they are not trying to help you become the man you need to be. Last couple here, Harold L says, number one, phenomenal seeking stream. He says, tell them when you when you join to leave your morals at the door. Yes, 
I'm not a moral person. If anybody here watching me for the first time, like and subscribe, but I'm not a moral person. I don't I don't tend to be on my moral high horse at all. I just kick it real, whether you like it or not. All right. He says, number two, you currently have jasmine rice and chicken skewers on the CGA menu. I think we should add pizza and puff cheese. Uh, It's all a la carte. The puff cheese. (laughs) I think we were talking about that during the stream. Sorry. I hit the mute button. Last one. Who is in here? Deadly Ellie. And we'll get back to the show. He says, got crypto margin call. Great over the weekend. 40% of my portfolio forcibly liquidated. So this is what it feels like when men get divorced. Great to kingdom come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get back to the show. Somebody says being real is the real moral. Keep spitting it. I spit from the I spit from the heaven. I come from the spirit of Elijah to attack the spirit of Jezebel and laziness and shuff, shiftlessness and uh jealousy and envy and, and lazy and sloth. I mean, I come to attack the seven deadly sins. All right. So I come in the spirit of Elijah, even though I am on the dark side, I come to tell the world about themselves and I hold up the mirror and I hold up the mirror to myself. I know where I'm wrong. I know where my faults are. However, you don't and you think you are in a level of righteousness and you're in the level of you're in the synagogue of Satan. That's where you are. All right. You guys are trifling. Americans. Americans, I mean, absolutely shiftless, lazy people. I mean, if just look at, just, listen, <laughs> just look at Americans. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> just walk outside and look. Like, do we represent the best possible version of ourselves? You can't say we do. And I'm not going to describe you, but you can know what you look like. We look absolutely like the most entitled people on earth. And I mean, look at people walking down the street. I'll be like, damn, like you did that to yourself. You did that to yourself. Nobody did that to you. Nobody walked up to you and made you look the way you look. And I'm like, can you be happy? I'm not happy. (laughs) Wasted potential. Absolutely tragic. Like this is your one vessel right here. This is your body. And people let their body go to ish. I'm like, oh my God, like, wow. Young people, too, which is to me, you're there's something called being functional, your functional age. I teach you about age. We're going to talk about something here in a minute. I teach you about age. You have a chronological age. You have a physical age, what you look like physically. You have a uh, biological age. Uh, You have a mental age and then you have a functional age. That's the other part. Okay, how does your body function? You're 30 but your body functions like a 60-year-old. You're 60, but your body functions like a 30-year-old. So age means nothing. It's just a measure of time. Start time, end time. It tells you nothing about the individual other than they were born sooner or they were born later. Okay, that's it. But people's mental age is all jacked up and everybody's mental health. Yeah, your mental age is jacked up. Your physical age is jacked up. People mature way too early. Okay. And then they got these kids walking around with big old huge boobs and some walking around looking like a bird. Okay, so you can't tell what people are physically. And then functional age. There's people walking around 50 like they're 90. Mm. <laughs> You're like, God dang, bro. Who was at my doorbell already? I can't stand people. They know I'm running a show. I can't stand people. Nobody, look, all weekend, my doorbell quiet. Now, all of a sudden, soon, 
as soon as I get on my show, they out here want to do work. Anyway, and I'm done with these implants and all of this stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. Americans, man, I can't tell you. Anyway, let's go in here right here. Let's go in here. People are going to act like I'm attacking BWs. I really don't care about black women or white women or anything like that. I don't have an agenda on this one. So don't think I'm going to be in here just uh, hammering down straggle daggles in a stream. However, they are the part of the next show, right? They are part, a key part of the next show. There's a woman. This is why I tell you, do not move in with women. Because once you move in, they'll act like, oh, let me just move in. But once they're in, they will find legal rights. And people have legal rights if you let them move them in, right? I've warned you, do not let them collect mail. Do not give them a key to your apartment or your house. Do not let them have a key to the mailbox. Do not let them introduce themselves to neighbors. Once they've established these things and women establish these things, they know these things before they move in. And once they move in, then they will use these things against you. They're not going to learn about it once they get into your place. They already know about it now. But please let me move in. Oh, we'd be a power couple. Oh, it's no big deal. I would never do that. So this woman does an Airbnb. And this woman that you see on the screen is the owner of the Airbnb. This was her first Airbnb, Airbnb property. And this woman will not move out. She will not move out. But here you go right here. Let's go ahead and play it. Yeah. Don't trust no Airbnbs. Okay. So I can't even talk right now. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> okay. So she tried to go in and invest. And um, she's pissed off right now. She's in the house. Yeah. I, I didn't even know this shit could happen. But this shit is real. This shit is really going on. Goddamn. I caught myself trying to find a way to goddamn pay off my mortgage a little better, a little quicker or whatever. So <clears throat> I put this oh. this ad out or whatever saying I was looking for someone to sublease one of the rooms in my house or whatever. It was going to be a, supposed to be like this real smooth transaction or whatever. I was, went on vacation or whatever. The person was supposed to be gone three days prior to my return. <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, is she sick? Why is she doing all this hand motion and <clears throat> and <laughs> what? So I'm talking to my housekeeper, whatever, XYZ. She's like, yo, that person is still here in your house. What do you mean they're still in my house? It's supposed to have been gone. So when I get back and touch down in the city, this is still here in my house, okay? Refusing to leave. So I don't know what to do. I'm new to this shit. So I go down and I do up. Uh, there you go, y'all. Look at that truck with that. to the kitchen. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> she said, I ain't going nowhere. You hear her walking across that floor? And leave. So, I don't know what to do. I'm used to this shit. So, I go down and I do up. Here she come. There you go, y'all. Oh, my God. Straight to the kitchen. Okay, so this is how they act. Soon as you say, "Hey, you know what? We broke up. It's been good. Let, let bygones be bygones." Then they hunker down. I ain't going nowhere. You're gonna have to throw me out. Now, according to laws, you have to evict the person. Most of the time, I think um, 
I have to look it up, but depending on where you are, you have to initiate evictions. Eviction processes, which during the pandemic, they slowed all the way down because people couldn't afford to pay rent. So eviction process could take months. Like you can literally, especially if you're getting foreclosed on, you can live in your house for a good year or two before you got to move. You can be living in a place you can start, um, a, a tenant can start evicting a resident and you can still live up in there for a couple of months. Okay. On top of her ass, just intruding into my home. She disrespect. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I've been trying to do the right way. I went down there and got the, the, the all the paperwork that I need to do to get her ass evicted out of my house, whatever. But that shit is a process. I have to go through protocols, not the other stupid legal blah 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 bull. And then I just got them. The police just like just left my house so she called the police she called the police and the police can't do anything they're like did you evict the tenant all right did you notify the tenant uh how long has the tenant been uh in your place without uh or you wouldn't want this tenant to leave if it was a day or two it's not enough you have to initiate eviction proceedings this is all about owning property right and i'm like get this at my house they're like oh she's a tenant now she's a tenant oh, you and the police, okay? This is my door. That's all I know. Your door? <laughs> this is my house. How about you get the out of my house? How about that's what you do? How about you get the out of my house? How about you get the out of my house? How about you get? The out of my house? How about you get... <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Don't come to my door," <laughs> and she left with all the damn pop tarts. And the uh, bags of Lay's potato chips. Look, you and the police. Okay, <laughs> my door. Don't come to my door. <laughs> Yo, door. This is my house. How about you get the out of my house? How about that's what you do? How about you get the out of my house? How about you get the out of my house? How about you get? <laughs> she said. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, this is what happens. You move them in, you get a little lust in your system. You get a little lust in your system, and this is how far they take it. Now, of course, if you get physical, if you threaten them with a firearm, these people are going to sue you. Okay, this is how they are able to survive in this day. It's, it's cold out here. Uh, doctor, uh, doc, what do you call them? Uh, um, Kevin Samuels, uh, the winter is coming, right? They, they're not getting kicked out. And they know these laws. They've researched them. They know how to protect themselves. And don't wonder about their credit. Their credit's already ruined. This is why they moved in with you. They can't get their own place. Credit's already ruined. They know their rights. Squatters have rights. Say, for instance, you abandon your property for a weekend, uh, a week or two, and uh, or you're in the process of building. Somebody, dude, they are killing me. Hold on for a second. Somebody is at my door again. Hold on for one second. I'm going to have to tell they asses what to do. Let me see something. Why are they doing this?
Give me one second. Give me one second, class. I tell you, man, people are beyond belief. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? You know these assholes had the wrong door number. Oh, my God. They had the wrong address after all of that, man. You know I had to go get the blinky and chase their ass off. <laughs> anyway. Man, stuff like that pisses me off. Anyway, let me get back to the cash apps in the building. All right, it was Francisco, too. <laughs> anyway. Man, please, man. Why are these people bugging me today? Shout out to free agent Triple OG in the building for the moving fun. Keep coaching, brother. Thank you, sir. We're Dude, man, we got to keep this message going because it's growing. It's putting men in the power position, not the power position over women, in the power position of their own life. Shout out to sitting this one out. Sean, he says, shout out to you for telling us about circadian rhythm. Appreciate you. This is what we do here. Some of the best edutainment here. We educate and we entertain. But uh, we talked about circadian rhythm at one particular point. And for people who want to find happiness in their own lives, look no further than bettering your diet, uh, getting a good sleep pattern, sometimes getting you tied into your circadian rhythm, and then also fitness. Those are the three things that depressed people don't have. People are looking for mental health. Fix those three things, and then you'll probably start getting started in the right direction. But people have fumbled those three things. Those are the three basic needs of life. Fitness, nutrition, and sleep. You can't even do that. And people wondering why. I'm not happy. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, if you are still out of your mind with good sleep, good food, and good working out, then go get some help. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Pure Bama with a co-sponsorship. Nice victory for men. Keep standing, guys, and holding the line. Sitting this one out, it was a lot of cankles out there. He says brothers was at the junior college. All right. So you can't shame any guys anymore. Shout out to S. Bun. He says just bought Bitcoin and gold. <laughs> Um, how's Bitcoin noon today? Who else is in here? We're gonna call you Mr. H Mojo. He says, Gave my son the free agent lifestyle book on Father's Day. Man, a shout out to you. I'm the author of the free agent lifestyle book. That's exactly what young men need in their lives. Um, it's time for young men to go away from their mothers, meaning that your mothers can't improve your lives that much after the age of 12. I mean, there's much, not much more she can offer you because you are a different person. You have different lifestyle that you have to lead. You have accountability that you have to live up 
Two, you can no longer make decisions purely off emotion. And so now you're going to have to get um, an understanding because mothers are going to set you up. Many mothers do. Some mothers actually look out for their boys and say, you know what? Watch out for these girls. They'll do this. They'll do that. They'll get you pregnant. Now, some mothers will set you up and sabotage you to death. I'll play a quick clip of, of that just to show you how your mothers and your aunts will set you up to try to get something um, in your life that they could not achieve themselves. Oh, did I take it down? Oh, here it is right here. Uh, yeah. Oh. You don't want to be with nobody else but you, baby. Be quiet, okay, I'm trying to start them off. Shit. But you. You gonna be faithful? Oh yes. Ain't nothing gonna break us up. And it's just look at my ass, ring. baby. That's this the truth. The promise ring. Come on. Yeah, man. Um, I had her over for Jasmine Rice not too long ago. All right, not too long ago. That sister was over for a bowl of Jasmine Rice not too long ago. All right, and he's at he's at his dorm hoping that she ain't getting ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Unfortunately, man, it's 2022. Who is in here? Mr. Morales is in the building. He says, uh, paying tuition coach here in Great Lakes, Illinois, in the building. Shout out to Illinois. Shout out to you, a men supporting men, aka MPI. Did you see the Angel Soft commercial? I didn't. Um, I didn't. Angel Soft. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up for a little bit later. I'm sure they. I don't even want to know. <laughs> All right. Is it, are they skittling? What are they doing this time? Mr. Loud Pocket says, shout out to the XXS, the triple X, your small dress size and 32 plus and above. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the, th where do we want them? All right. Obviously we want them foldable. I'm not going to no mixer and there's 32 plus size dresses and above. At all. I mean, how desperate are our brothers out here? J Flow, coach is in the zone. Coach gang, we here. All right. Mr. Gemini Ryder, I don't want no disrespect. I don't want no respectable. I don't want no respectable. I want some ass. Well, <laughs> damn the respect. I don't want no respect. I want some. Mike Hawk, he says, how many of those BWs you think had deep ass voices? One thing in our culture that we must stop doing is we must stop telling people and rewarding this group of people of doing something like being aggressive, being, you know, ambitious, uh, you know, having deep voice, being protective and masculine, and then criticizing the other guys. Like these people over here, men, use your emotions, you know, uh, don't be so aggressive. You know, don't don't be such a go getter, make time for love and sacrifice all these things, like all of these things they try to get men to do. And then y'all dumbasses looking like uh, the, the music star music. Remember that guy music? And my heart's going so crazy because I think I'm in love. Then you looking like him. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you looking like his dumbass showing your emotions, admitting, oh, I can't, I can't handle life. Not being aggressive, not being assertive. You do all of those things. 
uh, because they called it toxic or you stop doing all those things because they called it toxic. Then you looking like comic common, right? You looking like the dude, the spoken word black guy. Oh, and my love and my sister down by the mister. And then I went down a stream and then you looking like that dude. Okay, everything but masculine. Now, then guess what? On the other side, they're everything but that and they get celebrated. Oh, you're a go-getter. You're so aggressive. You defended yourself. You proud. You threw hands. You're loud. You're 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 inappropriate. You know, you're doing everything and women can be inappropriate. You guys should let your guard down. Start farting and picking your nose. You know, sometimes you got to pick your panties out of your butt. <laughs> everything that they tell you not to be Music Soul Child, that's his name. Music Soul Child. I couldn't think of his name. That's then you look like Music Soul Child. Let's pull him up. <laughs> he probably watching the show. He like, bro, why you why you gonna pull my ass into this? What did I do? All right, the Music Soul Child brothers. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right, I hope he ain't watching. I didn't mean to diss you. All right, hold on for a second. Then you're looking like a music soul child right here. Then you're looking like this. You know what I mean? You're like, like in the mix, like what, what is this, bro? Where music soul child at right here. Do you look like this dude? You know what I mean? Like what? You in your penguin suit. <laughs> Remember this dude right here? Like, you don't know where you going. You don't know who you are. You know, you just like, you know, oh man, where are you at, man? What happened to Music Soul Child? He's making a comeback now. We pull him back out. And nobody, no black woman want no Music Soul Child. No woman want no damn. <laughs> My mind going half crazy because I think I'm in love. <laughs> like, then they, then you turn into Music Soul Child and they, bloop, they punk you out. All right. But, but when it comes down to, <laughs> when it comes down to women, Right. Let me show you this right here. Where we at? Uh, goodness. Did they did they take my video down? All right. No, here it is. I got it right here. So then the women start doing. You see what happened? You do you see the point I'm making? This is the point I'm making. They super aggressive, and everybody's now you over there simping, and then you over there is weak, and they're just oh, you're such a good man. You're such a good man. Don't be aggressive. Don't do nothing. Don't own firearms. Don't do nothing. Don't protect yourself. Give all your firearms away to Biden. All right. Then they drag your ass to the voting poll and tell you to do Biden. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn! Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. I mean, this world, this world, burn it. Where's the asteroid? Where's the asteroid? Again, what they tell you not to be, they become, and then they celebrate them. So I could focus on my career. But if I say I focus on my career, you need to make time for love. So I could focus on my career. What do you mean? You work too much. And then when the bills come. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? 
get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Burn the world, burn it. <laughs> All right, stop. The first thing you men should do, stop listening to these people. You better live your life or you're going to live it according to how they want you to live it, which is pure chaos and confusion. Live the life you want to live. Shout out to Bill Stryker. What happened to them being unbothered? Yeah, what happened to them? We unbothered. Where are all the men at? What happened? Where did all the men go? Galen Ferguson, quote, real men stay faithful, unquote, according to women. All right. Yes. Real men stay faithful. Nope. No. Real men are polyamorous. Sorry, polygamous, polygynist. All right, real men are polygynist. All right, the only the men that are out here getting it and have options, they got the most women. All right, don't I don't want to hear about some sucker that you go don't don't put up the music soul child pastor. All right, and I don't want to hear from you lukewarm Christians. Don't tell me. Okay, real men are polygamous. Biologically, sex is designed for one main purpose: procreation. The female reproductive cycle comes around once a month. For a man, it's every day. For each sexual act, the woman's one egg is matched by the man's 120 million sperm cells. Now let's do some calculation. 120 million sperm cells a day, every day, as opposed to one egg a month, every month, means that it will take only 30 men to impregnate all the women in the world. This points to one clear fact. A man is, by nature, polygamous. Monogamy and fidelity are unnatural situations promulgated by religious beliefs and social pressures. It's a known fact that women for the most part are more emotional than men. But because a man is visual and logical in nature, for him, it's just a physical relief that's got nothing to do with love. A man loves his woman by protecting and providing for her. I can hear her simps shuffling right now. They're like, what are you talking about, coach? One man, one woman. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead with that. By the way, none of you guys have been monogamous in your life. All right, just don't, don't get me started today. Because I'm going to start throwing, man, I took the whole weekend off. I was calm, cool, calm, collected. <laughs> do not get me started with you fake monogamous people. I'm tired of you fake monogamous people. You're not monogamous. You are not even close to it. You've never been monogamous. You've never been. So stop with the bs soon as you got soon as you got what soon as you got more than three sexual partners you didn't kill monogamy you shot it in the foot i don't care if you i've never cheated okay that's first of all it's somewhat a lie but um i can find probably catch you in that too but if, if you've had more than three sexual partners you ain't monogamous so anyway <laughs> Shout out to uh, Roderick Miller, tuition, you are telling the truth. Well, people don't like the truth, do they? Simon Small says, for the collection, the gospel of the free agent lifestyle collection plate. That's what we're doing around here. I'm going to get to another part of the show. I'm going to get to another part of the show. And somebody always asks me, well, I've been to monogamous. I had one partner here, and then I went to the next partner. That's called temporary sexual exclusivity. You change your sexual exclusivity based on your partner. Okay, your partner was good and operated and you had a good transaction. Whatever it was, the transaction ended and you got a new partner. That's not monogamy. <laughs> monogamy is one partner for life. 
That's what birds do. They are monogamous. They find one partner, then they make they they before they even mate with that partner, they build a nest. And then they plan their life. They fly south for the winter and they come back here to the you know, after uh, the winter's over, they come back, migrate to another area, and they get together with each other. What are we going to do? And then they have eggs, and then they mate, and then they hatch the hatchlings, and then the, the birds grow up. Some fall out the nest and splat on the ground. Some fly away. They do their job. They fly south. They come back. They repeat the process. That's monogamy. They ride or die with each other. <laughs> They ride or die with each other. Y'all fools been out with 50, 50 11 partners talking about your monogamous. Mm. How? This is not monogamy. Stop. The Lord, even though you sin it, you sin against the Lord and then lie and tell me you're in monogamous. And you tell the Lord, you act like you can fool the Lord. <laughs> uh, Lord, I've been monogamous. I've been faithful. How are you going to be faithful to 50 11 partners? All of my 5011 partners, I was faithful to all of them. Mm. <laughs> and I'm a good person. I just had a rotation of many partners, temporarily sexually exclusive. That's not monogamy. Stop fooling yourself. <laughs> all right. You can fool yourself if you want, but you can't fool me. And if you've been divorced, you're not monogamous. Like by that, you're adulterous. By definition. Can we just explain what it is? Have y'all read the Bible? You get a divorce. Your, your partner who you divorced is still alive. And you get another partner. You're committing adultery. That's not. That's anything but monogamous. Just so you know. And most of you guys cheated. Before you were officially divorced, like you were separated and you were having sex. You are not monogamous. That would be the definition of poly. That would be plural partners. <laughs> Come on, man. I love you guys can fool yourself. That is not monogamy. That's adultery. That's plural partners. It's whatever it is. All right. Anyway. I love telling you guys about yourself. So as soon as you divorce, you just go ahead and you sinning against the Lord. You buy it. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. And as long as you go and get redeemed by the blood of the lamb, you can come out here and try to fool me with your monogamy. No. Many of you got people were sharing partners the entire time. You all out sinning. Shout out to all the sinners out here. Are you a sinner? Have you sinned last weekend? Yes, I have. So I don't want to hear your moral high ground thumping your chest. You're a sinner and I'm a sinner. <laughs> I just embrace my sin. Ye are of, of the dark side and the spirit of Elijah at the same time. So while we're sinning, we're going to have some fun. But stop fooling yourselves. All right, uh, let's get this story out of the way. This story right here. It says right here, women are burnt out from work. What is this about? All right, let's, let's go to this video right here. Actually, is it the video? Here it is right here. Women are so burnt out, exhausted, 
by the jerks, overworked and overtired. Women plead with Congress to act on paid leave and rising child care costs during an emotional hearing on Capitol Hill. What is going on in America? You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. So check this out. As you can see here, uh, the key things that are going to be present in any one of these hearings are going to be emotional hearing, an emotional hearing. Guys, I dismiss emotional hearings. I dismiss emotional conversation 100%. As soon as it goes 100% emotional, I'm dismissing the legitimacy of it because it is unfair to use childish behavior in a means to have a debate. And so you're resorting to what would be less adult and more children, like pleading to my emotions to make me change something, often using tears and uh, 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 any other ability to sway me to get your point across. Okay, so let's go ahead and read a bit of this one. And of course, we will have music here. Here we go. Wait a minute. Let's cue it up again. The economy is failing, American women. All right. Oh, my goodness. Really? Hold on for a second. The economy's failing and women most affected. All right. This is kind of how it works. This is ridiculous, man. The economy is failing everybody. Everybody's feeling the pain. Let's play it up again. That's the message multiple speakers conveyed sharing through tears. Hold on for a second right there. There you go right there. Now you had to whip out the tears as an adult. When previously you were equal and you were able to do the work and you wanted equal pay, but now we're whipping out tears, all right? Mm -hmm. I don't feel sorry for people when they do this. If you ever see me crying, just go ahead and be like, damn, you caused this, okay? To the House Ways and Means Committee during a hearing on Wednesday, decrying what they describe as the country's lack of paid leave, its broken care economy, and rising costs. I believe they probably missed the word child care. In her opening statement, in his opening statement, Chairman Richard Neal, let's stop that sense, a Democrat from Massachusetts, said that although the COVID-19 pandemic did not create the circumstances that forced many women to juggle their careers, so I could focus on my career, care for loved ones in financially and in financial instability, it certainly made all these things worse. Okay, listen. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication Ugh. sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. So when I wrote the book, The Evolution, this is exactly what I was ironing out. I said, something's got to give because these people can't continue to act like they've got a job, focus on their loved ones, and then try to stay that they're going to be uh, financially stable. It's not going to work because I, it wouldn't even work if I tried this. Like if I had my own kids and no one to take care of them, and I had an aging parent, and I had my career, and I was trying to also uh, make all my bills, I couldn't even do it. But for some reason, women think they can do this. And they sign up for it. And then when it don't work, then they start wondering, well, it ain't working. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh. Of course it's not going to work. You were not meant to do this alone, but you volunteered. Quote, hold on for a second. 
We are so burnt out, exhausted, overworked, and overtired, said Tori Snyder, a single mother to a four-year-old baby and a small business owner in Pittsburgh, as well as a member of an advocacy, advocacy, <laughs> advocacy group, Moms Rising. She told the legislators, quote, we're struggling even more now because it's so expensive to feed our children. I hope you will invest in the care and the care infrastructure working families in need with hold on for a second <laughs> with need with paid leave for all affordable child care home and community based services and uh coverages that address all of our health care needs jesus now gentlemen i don't know what you know about the law First of all, if you showed up to any court or any House Ways and Means Committee, you know what you what would happen to you? You would be thrown in jail. All right, this is what happens to your ass. <laughs> you get thrown in jail. All right, um, any man that goes to court and says, you know, I can't pay all my child support. I can't pay my child care. I can't pay for my kids' extracurricular activities because I'm at work. I have aging parents, and uh, I just want to have a little bit of custody time. Guess where they go? You go to jail. You don't get to go ask for free stuff. You don't get to go in there and complain and cry. Oh, it's been tough. So let me cry and get some free health care. Look, she's our name is. Hold on for a second. Let me get the article up. We want paid leave. <laughs> we want affordable child care. <laughs> Guys, the child care rises because both of you dumbass parents are at work. So I could focus on my career. I don't know. Put two and two together. But not only that, you're a single mom by choice. Single motherhood is a choice. And she wants home and community-based services. Well, what the hell is that? And coverages that address all of our health care needs. So you want some health care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, this is absolutely abominable. These are the people who say they can work. That's equal. They're equal. And now we're sitting here listening to them saying they're exhausted. They're, they're What is it going to be, ladies? Now, you can't get mad at me. They the ones went to the committee. And you notice who they ran to? The government. Miss <laughs> Snyder over here. And let me just say, Miss Snyder could use some circadian rhythm and some nutrition and some fitness. Because the only thing she fitness in is fitting this donut in her mouth. Like, how does this even make sense? While women participate in the labor force is increasing after dropping off earlier in the pandemic, there were still 656,000 fewer women working in May 2022 compared to February 2020 just before C-19 hit the U.S., according to the National Women's Law Center. Is there a National Men's Law Center? Nope. It says, what's more? So I'm assuming the study, they don't study anything related to the men's statistics over here. What's more, many women uh, who overcame mass school closures, layoffs, and child care shortages to return to work are left without the same pandemic-era benefits that have once helped them scrape by. 
since the enhanced, the enhanced child tax credit, uh, federally mandated paid leave program, and expanded unemployment benefits have since expired despite an increased cost of living. So the free money the government was giving out, the unemployment benefits that people were taking advantage of and stealing from the taxpayer, and all of those things that made you stop working because you made more money sitting at home than going to work, now that the program has ended and the cost of living has increased, meaning gas prices, food prices, the inflation is kicking ass, but you stopped working. Now you want them to help you. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done yeah. And you sat around for 18 months to two years collecting money. Now you want more money. And you want big daddy government to pay it. My daughter, hold on for a second. My daughter is almost two, and I'd like to put her in daycare, but the dangers of COVID still persist, and everything is so expensive. All right, so you don't want to put them in there because your daughter going to get the cough. Your daughter's not going to die. But now, you, now you're claiming because uh, you're still scared of uh, the cough that um, you still need to stay at home with your daughter. Where's the, where's the, father? Where's the father of the daughter? Uh, this is another single mom here, I believe. Nija or Nijah Phelps of Milford, Connecticut. Shout out to all the straggle cities in Connecticut, Bridgeport, Hartford, Milford. And um, there's another one that I'm forgetting. Uh, is it something walk? Not Norwalk. Y'all don't know how straggle Connecticut is. Connecticut is straggle, <laughs> okay? Y'all think Connecticut is Greenwich, Connecticut? Connecticut is hood. Waterbury. There's another one that I'm missing. Um, there's another part. <laughs> there's another part of Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, Bridgeport. Did I say Bridgeport? All right, Connecticut is hood. New Haven. That's what it was. New Haven. Rest Haven, that's what I used to call it. Rest Haven. Rest Haven, Connecticut. All right. Rest Haven, Bridgeport, Hartford, Hood. All right. It says right there, they be they be getting busy in uh in, in Bridgeport. All right, it says right here. Uh Nyjah Phelps said that while her family desired compensation or comprehensive paid leave back in 2014, when she and her husband had to quit their jobs to care. For her mother-in-law. Hey, is it this hard to human being? Is it this hard to human being? You both quit your job to care for mother-in-law? Nope. That's going to be a fat no. There's no way two people quit a job to care for one aging-ass person. Probably a baby boomer who didn't do nothing to save their money. Watch out for this, gentlemen. These baby boomers going to put y'all under... The budget. <laughs> Good Lord. Your baby boomer parents, especially if they were a single mom, are going to ruin you financially. They're going to ruin you. 
But let's go back to this. When she and her husband had to quit their job to care for her monster-in-law, uh, the need has only increased since then. She was furloughed during to the pandemic in 2020 when she was first pregnant, pregnant with her first child. Her husband was only able to take six weeks of paid leave to care for their newborn. And going back to work meant potentially exposing himself and the baby and Phelps' monster-in-law to C-19. But their family didn't really have a choice. Oh, boy. Are you gotta be you gotta be joking, <laughs> you know? So they want the husband to stop working. I got money, so he don't contract C nineteen and bring it back to the monster in law. Her baby, the baby's gonna be fine. Nobody babies are dying because of that. I mean, very statistically low chance. But y'all so scared that y'all gonna stop working. This is unreal. Uh, we had to do what we had to do to keep his job. Now my husband has lost his job and I'm only back to work one day every other week down from three to four days a week. We're in a state of constantly being on guard and trying to prepare for whatever comes next and still stay on top of our finances and caring for our family. Boy, you got some freeloaders over there. My daughter is almost two and I like to put her in daycare, but the dangers of C-19 still persist and everything is so expensive. Says right here, the expanded unemployment benefits and the child tax care credit were a lifeline, Phelps said. Now that they're gone, Phelps, Phelps's family is dipping into their retirement savings. I doubt it. Last one. Last sob story here. Donna Price of Cleveland. had a similar story of making tough choices during the pandemic. She cares for an 18-year-old autistic son and her disabled mother on top of being a nurse. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. You guys notice what's missing. Do you notice what's missing? There's no man. She has an 18-year-old autistic son, no man to be seen, and she's got, I think, her mom, disabled mother. These baby boomers going to be the death, y'all. And, of course, a disabled son. Boy, you life is hard on you. And now you're a nurse. So that means you work three twelves. You work three days a week. But you're doing the other four days. Her son's mental health has suffered during the pandemic. Not a surprise there. And Price said that she has had to take eight weeks off without pay to supervise him last year when his school and care program went fully remote during the surge in the virus. Quote, I struggled to pay rent, put gas in my car, buy groceries, and pay for my mom's medication. Price, who was also a member of Mom's Rising, said, I was, quote, quote, I was facing $2,000 in unpaid gas bills and eight hundred dollars in unpaid electric bills we only made it through with help from my older son and my daughter who's a social worker and a police officer otherwise i don't know what i would have done eventually price had to leave her job at the hospital and take a contract nurse position so she could have more flexibility be better 
uh, care for her son and mother, even though that meant lower pay and fewer benefits. Guys, this is what I'm talking about right here. This idea that people can do it all, it's not going to work for you. Okay, you can try it if you want. This is going to be the end result. Uh, many people who are in their 35 and 40, specifically women, they think, oh, I'm going to have it all. I'm going to have my kids and then I'm going to have this and that. Well, your parents are going to start aging. What are you going to do then? And so many times they're going to have to take on their parent. At the same time, their kids are becoming 18, 19, 20, 25. Are they failure to launch? Are they helping you? I mean, I mean, are they helping themselves? And when they help themselves, are you going to call back on them to help you? Oh, mama, mama going through a struggle. Son, husband style. All of this to avoid being with a man, right? All this to avoid being feminine, fit, cooperative. All this to avoid being in the prison of a man. And so as you guys are doing this, it's not working. It's clearly not working. And then you start going to the what? The government. You start running to the government. And I'm going to tell you, the government is not going to help you. I want to tell you this over and over again. I don't care what color you are, what gender you are, or whatnot. The government is not here to help you. How much money do you think they are going to give Americans who are shiftless and lazy and contribute very little back to society to begin with? You were giving back very minimum to begin with. Okay, people have to understand that. You have to be able to recoup these particular costs. I know what you're going to say. We give money to Ukraine and Afghanistan and all these people. Yes, we do. That's because the businesses and the corporations can recoup that money. Like we send over, we send over all kinds of weapons and ammunitions and all of these things. We're going to get the money back. Somebody getting the money back. The government gets nothing back from you. Zero. It's a bad investment. You're throwing good money that bad. So they give you a little bit of crumbs and they say, pat yourself up. And if you struggle, you're on your own. But this is the problem with the welfare minded individual and any all of this is welfare minded. The purpose of welfare initially was to get people to the point where they contribute back to society and then the government recoups money back. They recoup it back to the system. The system can then fill back up. And then the next person that's in need, that has a need, we can help them. But what everybody does is say, government, help me pay everything, uh, pay all my bills and live a good, fabulous lifestyle and have Gucci purses and travel and do all these things. But what do you put back? First of all, your son in the situation is putting zero back. He's autistic. He's going to put zero back into the social system or the economic system. Your mother that you're taking care of, disabled, she's putting zero back. So those two people are going to collect, put zero back. What are you putting back? You're a nurse. You're putting very little back in terms of being a taxpayer, bare minimum. So you got three people putting very little back. Why would they give you anything? <laughs> the government pays for him just to breathe. People don't see this. Uh, most of us put very little back in the system versus what we take out of the system. And just about the only thing that we put back in the system is via consumerism, which is not something to be proud of. Consumers are just as closely linked to parasites than anything else. And these corporations take advantage of parasites 
because you can do nothing but consume. You're a bloodsucker. You're a leech. And the only way they get you back in is making you a consumer. And if you don't consume, then they start giving you a little bit, a couple of hundred dollars to start to start going to consume again. <laughs> we need producers out here. We need producers. If you're telling your kids how to be parasites and how to leech off the system and be consumers, you're doing a bad job as a parent. You need to teach people how to be producers, a.k.a. productive. So then we can get these people off the government dole and back to earning themselves. But what do we do to the producers? We make them pay more taxes for the consumer. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm doing it on my own. I'm strong and independent. This is a farce. Somebody says, this is why I do disagree with coach. This is just wealth lining their pockets. We have, uh, we have never been true capitalists. Capitalism, anyway, capitalize the gains and socialize the the losses. Man, look, man, I ain't worried about these people. All right, listen, I ain't got no heart. Don't appeal to my heart. <laughs> hey, you better get yours. You better get yours out here, man. It's it's dirty. It's dirty out here. It's dirty out here. I think if we went totally to a socialist system, we'd collapse in minutes. So we can't depend on. I don't feel sorry for people that sit around here and they watch other people make millions and then you don't. It's not going to it's not going to work out. We're going to have a bigger discrepancy in wealth if we go to anything related to socialism. I mean, that means that I mean, the, the true the true five or 10 percent will have all the money and you'll have zero. And you'll dis you'll de-incentivize anybody from working. That's what you're going to do. That's what people don't get. If I watch you sit on your ass and make it just enough, let's just say I saw I saw you sit on your ass and make 25 to 30 grand. Why am I going to get up and work tomorrow? All you're going to do is de-incentivize the workers, the working class people from working. Because they're going to say, well, shit, I'm not going to work either if you're going to do it. And then you'll really have a wealth distribution problem. And most people will just settle in, living off barely making it as opposed to people at least putting in some part of the work. That's just my opinion on it. I just don't appreciate late. Dude, you think we'll be fat? You think we're fat now? Imagine if we went to a system like that. People will be overweight by double. <laughs> by double. It's going to widen the gap. It's going to make it so that the, the people at the top, they're going to be able to say, well, we'll keep a lot more and just to keep you guys in order. I mean, no, man, dude, there's not enough. There's not enough. Somebody says, I don't care about people's excuses. I care about results. I have, I have it 100%. People are full of excuses. And it's, but dude, we just went through a great 70 year period of feminism, pushing women to work, get degrees. And now that you're out there working, oh, it's tough. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Come on, man. This is absolutely deplorable. And I don't feel sorry for people that get into this pickle. You got yourself into this. Now, get yourself out. I don't want to hear no tears. All right. So let me see here. I don't want to hear no tears. I'm a little bit hardcore. That's why I used to tell my kids. I don't want to hear no tears. I've been ninja watching, Randy Shoot says, for a while. Here is some support. Can I get the evil laugh? 
for being called emotionally unavailable just how I like it. Yes, indeed. Wait, that's not the evil laugh. <laughs> Emotional, emotionally available, a.k.a. easily to manipulate. <laughs> people say you don't shouldn't show any emotions, coach. No, do not appeal. Do not let people appeal to your emotions. It has to make sense. Sure, emotions are a part of every sort of relationship. Uh, the colder you get, the less likely it will be. But emotional availability means you're able to be manipulated in a position where she dominates the emotional uh, playground. She dominates the emotional playground. We can't out-emotion women. They win there. So as long as I open that up to her, I allow her to come in with all kind of Useless mode uh, manipulation that only favors her. So I'm I would tell her, well, if I'm going to be emotionally available, that in all other realms, which would be some things that you are good at, which would be the finances, which would be the the verbal, the strength, the physical, then she should be available to that type of thing. But oftentimes, if you use that to your advantage which she would call manipulation, she's going to say you're an abuser. Mm. Right? Whatever you use to your advantage is abuse. So if I use finances to my advantage to leverage over her, which she's using emotions to leverage over me, I'm using finances to leverage over her. I'm an abuser. If I use my physical dominance over her, which most of these people you're physically dominant over, I'm an abuser. If I use my verbal tactical skills, all right, to put out all the emotional fires and then get back to logic, logic, I'm a verbal abuser. Now, she's going to lean on emotions, and then she eventually will say, if you say, man, I ain't going to deal with all that emotional bullshit, what's she going to call you? An emotional abuser. Mm. She has to be able to manipulate you in um, emotional Emotions are the best way to manipulate you. Again, like these women crying, she's going to cry at the drop of a hat. That's emotional abuse. It's gaslighting. Um, it's immature. What 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 adult individual would you expect to start crumbling down in tears? And I'm on my period and you don't understand and you don't read my mind and you should read my mind and you accept the silent treatment. You didn't realize. That's emotional abuse. And what they teach you men is to hold masculine frame in, against abuse. We saw that Amber Heard was emotionally abusive to Johnny Depp with a death by a thousand cuts. And Johnny Depp still had to overcome it and still had to prove himself by paying some somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 million just to exonerate his name. And the woman still running around here saying Johnny Depp was the abuser. So I always make sure you know, if you're involved with me, soon as it gets emotional, I'm going to withdraw and disconnect. It's an automatic. I'm going to shut down like this. And I'm going to stonewall your ass. <laughs> right? Absolute stonewall. It is going to be like this. And then I'm going to let you know that you've reached the point of no return. 
So the further you dig in on this particular emotional side of your breakdown, I'm going to say you're not going to be able to ever return from this particular state that we're in. So this is almost the final frontier for you. <laughs> it's the final frontier. Whatever you say here is only going to dig a fat hole for yourself. So you better wipe your tears, pull up your big girl panties, and get back on the program, or you're going to find yourself with yourself. That's what you're going to find yourself with. <laughs> or you're going to find yourself by yourself. That's all you're going to find because I've shut down. I've shut it down like this. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not trying to plead to your emotions. I'm not trying to have a kumbaya session. I'm not trying to go to a counselor. It's uh, just about over for you. So go ahead and go through your tirade. And afterwards, you're done. <laughs> no coming back. I promise you. No letting go. No coming back. If you want to be my lady. Shout out to Gabriel says for the Nissan Altima payment. I prefer to tip the coach. Thank you, man. Hey, go get your Nissan Altima repossessed out there. Shout out to the Nissan Altima, the car, the single mama. <laughs> we got Jesus Ramirez says uh, Biden ain't getting nowhere near my toolies. Oh, he's not. He says, because I'm a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for your rights. Fight for your life. Shout out to Hulk Hogan in the building. Yeah, man. Oh, we keeping the tooleries around here. You ever have these ladies that be like, uh, oh, I don't believe in having firearms in the house. Oh, my Lord. What the? How much wussy they going to make you, bro? <laughs> right. Okay. Prince Harry. Who is in here? Shout out to Mr. Muhammad. A. Muhammad. He says from 30K a year to 100 K in gig economy, the free agent lifestyle. I got money. Hey, man, join the free agent lifestyle. How do you join? Get the book. We teach you guys how to leverage what you are built on this earth to do. Not chase women. We don't chase women over here. We do participate with them, though. I do negotiate in contract with women. All right. <laughs> but there ain't no chasing around here. We have nothing to prove over here about us getting women. Y'all can do that all you want. And if you are a virgin and you're horny as a goat, uh, you need to solve that problem. All right, but we live the free agent lifestyle over here. We live independently of out here chasing women. We don't approve of chasing women over here at all. We don't approve of using women as a measuring stick as to your value as a man. We don't use validation in order to at least get into the better graces of women or we don't use validation of a said woman to make us feel better as a man. You can do that if you want. But we don't do that over here. We don't do that over here. Some of us are the nasty boys, too. So we will go over there and dig in the dirt and hang around with boogers and all kind of mastodons and chocolate and all kind of things in order to get, you know, our rocks off every now and then. Some of us are the nasty boys. But we live the free agent lifestyle because we are hell-bent and determined on providing the value for ourselves and ourselves alone. If anybody else wants to be comfortable with the ride and you want to ride along temporarily, 
I'll tell you how I'll transact with you. I'll tell you exactly what you're going to get. And I'm going to draw the bottom line right there. It's going to be right there on the bottom line. All relationships with women are transactional and vice versa. All relationships that women have with men are transactional. That's one of the first stages of admitting in order to be a free agent. If you're still battling with this idea that it's not transactional, I don't know what to do. I've given you too much evidence as it to being transactional. And I'm okay with it being trans transactional. I'm, I'm okay with a woman coming in and saying, what men need to do is this, this, and this. I'm certainly fine with that. I, ladies, if you're one of these ladies, well, you dusty men and what you guys need to do, I'm totally okay with that. But what I'm going to then turn around and tell your ass is what you need to do in order to qualify for that transaction. Now, you know what's going to happen as soon as I start giving them the idea of what they're going to need to do. Okay? They're going to start shuffling. What do you mean I what I need to do? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you thought you was getting it for free? Got it. Got it. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then the ones that say, okay, I'll take that deal. Go ahead and sign on the dotted line. Sign your name on the dotted line. The lights went out. And Kaylee started to grind. I'm going to say, oh, good. Okay. Well, you on probation. Therefore, you're on a day-by-day -day qualifying schedule. <laughs> Here it is. Day number one. Here's the qualify. Transact. Transact. We did it. Okay, good. Severance package for the day. Take your ass home. <laughs> Come back when your head's back on straight and you want to qualify for another transaction. You own a contract in this mug. <laughs> here we go. Day number two. Here we are again. Sign your name on the dotted line. The lights went out and Kaylee started to grind. Here we go. Here we go. Day number two. I got money. Here we go. Ten toes up. Here we go. Knees all the way pinned back to ears. Here we go. Let's go. Here we go right here. Are you a freshman at the university? No. Oh, my no. goodness. We just have like a freshman. Here. You on that day-to-day. -day. You on that day-to-day -day contract trying to qualify, but it's okay. Shout out to you. Where are we at here? Uh, ATJ says, making the move to Austin, Texas. Hashtag free agent for life. I hope you enjoy it. I actually had it on my list. It didn't make it, but ha enjoy it, brother. Shout out to you. Juan Primera says, 68-year-old Christy Brinkley is taking bikini pictures, all right? Christy Brinkley is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, all right? She's one of those, man, that will fool you. Uh, Christy Brinkley was a model back in the damn early 80s, bro. She'd been around for a minute. Let me see here. Um, she has that all-American look, all-American doll look. But uh, she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Anybody that knows her story, she gone. She gone. I need a cuckoo sound effect. She gone, gone. I mean, just look at her story. And she still looks good. I'm going to give her that, you know, nasty boy style. But but she don't look like she looked when she was young, obviously. But she gone, gone. I think she had a daughter, too. Oh, wasn't she in the movie um, uh, Vacation? Summer vacation. 
I think she was in the vacation movie. No, 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 no. National Lampoon's vacation. Yeah, she was in the she was in the car. She was in the car. Uh, she was in the park dancing like this. <laughs> and then when she when he was on the road trip, uh, Chevy Chase. I think it's Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase was in the road trip. She came up in the car next to him. Yeah, she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. She the Queen Kaylee. Yeah, that's Queen Mother B Kaylee right there. She was the original Kaylee. 68 years old. Yeah, she got, oh, she said Trump tried to get her to ride his private jet. <laughs> Go ahead, Donald. Get it. Christy Brinkley gone, man. She's been gone for a minute. How many times has she been married? I think she has been married four times. Let me see here. How many times Christy Brinkley been married? One, two, three, four. She's been married four times. All right, so she gone, gone. She's married to Peter Cook and divorced four times. Richard Topman, Tabman, Billy Joel, and Francois something or the other. Yeah, she gone. Married four times. Is she still married today? She's been married four times, divorced four times. No, hell no. She gone. She gone. Mm. <laughs> four-time champion. Oh, boy. Warhammer says, do the opposite of everything they ask for. And that's how you survive. Um, the men who actually have done this, I know ladies are like, this is just pathetic. This is sad. You guys are going out sad, right? And that's you. Ladies, I'm going to ask you all a question. If you're watching me and you're single. For the married women watching me, I question why you watch me. I'm questioning why your husband lets you watch me. Okay. Why you would be watching another man this intently. But for the single women watching me. I mean, you're still single. Have the men that you've been with in your monogamous approach to life, <laughs> have they done everything that they that you wanted them to do or none at all? I'm going to ask you that again. Have the men that you've been with, all my single women, have those men did everything you wanted them to do or some or none, right? Most of them have done some or none. And they managed to get the best thing you've had. All right, they got the best thing you had and they no longer further had to do anything else or get anything else from you. They often saw probably no value in getting more from you. So they basically were like, we're done here and I'm going to do absolutely nothing going forward. With that being said, with that being said, the point is right. Do opposite of what you're asking for. You're still going to get what you can from her and then she's out. She's done. <laughs> The secret is they have no, no much more to give. This is the, why you would transact the relationship with them. Because most people, and I will give you the same thing return in, in regards to men. Men have something else to give, but it's not romantically or sexually. What men give falls short, but they still have value because you can still get something financially from the man. Case, uh, case in point, you can be in a sexless marriage and the wife will still say you're married even though you haven't had sex as long as you're able to pay the rent, pay the mortgage note, provide for her, give her health care, raise the kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? 
So she, as long as she has the grocery store, uh, the Costco card, as long as she has the gas card, as long as she has a roof over her head, the man stops giving to her sexually and emotionally, but he still has value. When it comes to women's side, it's not the case. Because a man will look at a marriage or a relationship and say, well, as soon as the sex goes or you give it to another man or you stop giving it to me, there's no relationship. Therefore, there's no more value to obtain from her. Therefore, I don't need to contribute anything more or I don't need to give her anything more. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, shout out to the ladies. Shout out to Jules for the uh, the sponsorship. We'll call it that. Jack Vendetta says 304 is at a mixer. I've, this is what they. Yeah. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of. Could that. you imagine? This is how they sound in that. I graduated thing. from college with my bachelor's at twenty, with a degree in communication sciences, with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. She also saying this. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? She's also saying. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She's saying this too. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. Yeah, that that's what the uh, speed dating dating mixer sounds like, Jack Vendetta. I would be like, man, why am I even here? I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good for you. Uh, Bye-bye. Mr. Womack is in the building. Shout out to you, D. Womack, we'll call it. He says, do you think Will Wendy Williams reg regrets? Sorry. Do you think Wendy Williams regrets divorce now? I didn't even realize she was divorced. I forget about some of these celebrity stories. What is she doing now? <laughs> All right, is she going cuckoo? She another one that cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. What does she do now? Is she broke? She confirmed that she split with her husband of 22 years. That was in 2019. She wanted a divorce two years into their marriage. Wow. So she admits she was going to divorce him. Is she going broke? Yeah, man. I don't know, man. She, so she'll never recover. The thing about women who divorce at, a, at an older age is that their first two years after their divorce is going to be, they're going to be flying high. It's going to be fantastic. They'll have maybe, maybe potentially some financial consequences rain down on them. And um, they'll get, they'll, they'll get a good life and they'll start using that income. They'll start using that marriage uh marriage split up money as income. And then they'll bust their budget. They'll be in trouble, but they'll have no other simps in sight to marry them again. And so some of them will say, I'll never, I'll never get married again and I'll keep doing it on my own. But, uh, you know, the work years are going to come to an end. The money, the divorce money is going to come to an end and then they're going to be in struggle zone. So year one and two after a divorce for older women are going to be great. Okay. They'll have their freedom. Nobody will be asking them what to do and telling them what to do. The kids will get older. It'll be fantastic. Now for divorced men, your first two years are going to be pure hell after a divorce. You're going to be in pure hell. You might have to move in with your parents or your children, your young, your older adult children. You might have to go sleep in your car. You're going to go broke. You're going to get broken. 
And your goal is to recover after those first two years. You got to recover. Do not get married again. Do not try to prove that your first wife was the problem. And therefore, you're going to get a better woman the second time around. That's an instant tragic mistake where second marriage is in and more percentage wise than the first because you end up overlooking all the positives of your first ex-wife and you only look at her negatives and then the person you replace your ex-wife with as only the positives that outweigh her negatives your ex-wife negatives and you'll never look at how bad this person is and you only are looking to replace your ex-wife or show your ex-wife see i've moved on but you're making the worst deal you dummy just stay out of it <laughs> just don't get another woman all right, sit to the side, go go down to the junior college, go get feet pictures, go mess with girls, go travel, go to the Philippines, go to Colombia. <laughs> Don't try to prove to your ex that you got another girl. Don't, no, no. Stay clean for two to five years and you'll be a millionaire. <laughs> stay clean, stay away. Don't Don't get nobody pregnant. Just stay clean for two years to five years financially. Survive that, and you're going to be good for the rest of your life. Go to the Jack Shack. Go, go get it off and do whatever you need to do. Go watch some prawn. Do whatever you need to do. Get your rocks off. Do not try to get another woman. That's going to be your mistake because those the marriages are worse statistically. And what you're going to do, what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to marry the second woman and you're going to want to divorce her, but you can't because you got to save face. And then within two years, three years, you're going to want to divorce her. You're like, damn. <laughs> and the reason why you won't divorce her is because you got to save face to your family because your family's going to say, damn, you got, you lost two marriages. <laughs> you lost two marriages in three years. You a loser. Now you can't talk crap about your first ex-wife because your second ex-wife, <laughs> they're going to be like, my ex-wife is crazy. They're going to be like, which one, your first or your second one? They ain't know who you know. They ain't going to know who you're talking about. They're going to say, well, you lost two wives in less than five years. What the hell you guys talk about? <laughs> so what you do is you suck it up. What you do is you save face and you say, oh, damn, I can't throw my second ex-wife under the bus. I got to make it work. And she knows that. So do not, do not get married. You got to survive the first two to five years after your divorce. Shout out to turn the tassel monk mode. Last six months, three businesses, one license. I've got money. I got money. The monk mode is the savior of men. Many men have gone monk before us and used to question why would they go monk? <laughs> why don't they got all these ladies? You know, these guys, what about all these women you turning down coach? He said, what about all these women? And I can say, Hey, if you're worried about me getting women, Hey, you could have them all. Go ahead. Mm. Have at it. <laughs> all right. So you're not going to miss. Oh, zero fallout. Even though we disagree, we are agree on most things. I get you brother. Shout out to you. Zero fallout. No disrespect. No disrespect. He, you just disagreed on one particular por portion of the stream. We've been riding together. We can agree to disagree over here as men. All right, last PayPal.
and I'll share a little bit of marriage will with you guys. Black Ortiz, the philosopher, says, Coach, after two years, I finally reunited with my son. He is on a diet and he is in a diet of listening to CGA. Thanks, Coach, for what you do. Appreciate you. All right, for letting your son hear this information because young men need to know what's ahead of them. And these young generation Z boys don't know that us old men are out here, us dirty dogs are out here with your girls right now. <laughs> right? We out here with your girls, test driving them so that when you get them and uh, you make them your future wives, all right, you can do good by them. And I can tell you all her faults and where she messes up and whatnot. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. When they get done with the coach, when they get done with the nasty boys, yeah, we can send them back to the young boys and say, hey man, she a little bit, she a little bit ricky around the knees. You know what I mean? Them 10 toes don't go all the way up. She get a foot cramp at the bottom or a foot. Every time I push them legs back, you know, we could tell you where they fall. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys are cold blooded. Gen Z out here, this is what your women be sounding like before they get a face full of jasmine rice. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna Once rely a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, Facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. <laughs> Newski says, monogamy. Drake married 23 women in his new video. Guys, we're headed towards Polly. Our society is headed towards Polly, especially with the economics, the way they are. And women are choosing who they want to be with. On paper, we're monogamous. But for the most part, there's Drake in the new music video of him marrying 23 women, 23 brides here. Of course, this is a part of a joke. But uh, you cannot tell me that he could not make this happen today. And by the way, these are all young women here. And uh, yeah, these girls look young, Lord. She is, boy, definitely freshman. Th this is Joe Biden material right here. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> now, Drake could do this. Let's just say he wanted to do this. I mean, Nick Cannon's doing something similar to this right now. <clears throat> so much for monogamy again. Uh, you have eight or nine women in agreement to have kids by one man. That is not monogamy. Okay, that is fully agreeance into uh, polygyny or polygamy, uh, if you will. And here we go. You cannot tell me that he could not do this. This is where our society's headed um, on paper or off paper, or not to say that all 23 of these women would live in one house. All of these women could have their own 
shelter on a compound or within a city, a.k.a. a la Nick Cannon. They all live in the city of Los Angeles, all separately, and they all have one man, multiple women. The more we get into the economic conditions that we're in and the more likely that we have this Zoe mindset of my man's going to do this hair, makeup, esthetician, vagina waxing, and a lifestyle that only one man can provide, they'll willingly sign up for this right now. They'll do it right now without question as long as we lifted the veil of the need to have monogamous relationships. If we did that, which we'll be close to doing, I mean, we're actually doing trans now now and skittle i mean we're doing so much as soon as they let the nambla men go crazy <laughs> soon as they let nambla go crazy all bets are off monogamy will be officially dead it will be officially dead where are we at here what is this what is all what is that oh i was like what sound effect is that there's nothing there it'll be officially dead so anyway, we will be back to harems and concubines for sure. I mean, we're already in concubines and harems right now. Uh, anything related to OnlyFans, Instagram, singing arrangements and sheets and travel and sugar daddies, that's concubines. We're in concubines and harems right now. All right, you just don't want to call it that. But if you have people participating in that lifestyle, that's where we are. It is what it is. So guys, you can be at the bottom, bottom. If you can be at the top or the bottom or the bottom. Somebody says uh, polygamy will only be allowed for top percent dudes. Yeah. Top percent dudes will have open chance to do so. And I don't feel sorry for either side of this argument. You can, you can get to the top and have chance, or you can stay at the bottom and hope that the women see how pure you are. Only, all you're going to get are 50, 49-year-old women. You're not getting anybody that's going to be sorry for you for not getting it. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO, okay? Potential. And out of that, my heart, yani, it just vibes into what's happening now, you know? Potential, but out of. <laughs> Why is she doing that screen like that, man? All right, I think we got all the shows. Uh, we want to thank Music Soul Child for coming back. I hope Music Soul Child's doing well. Is he still alive? All right. Shout out to the sisters from Baton Rouge, Louisiana that uh, had their personal appearance this week. Uh, shout out to the sisters from that room. Oh my goodness. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shout out to those ladies right there. Shout out to all the straggles sitting at the empty uh empty place there. Shout out to all the straggles that were sent there. You know, shout out to you girls. Who else we uh had uh come through today? A uh, shout out to the sister that won't leave the Airbnb. All right, appreciate Furford for coming through. 
And uh, one last bit of information here. Shout out to uh, Sandman who posted this on his Twitter. It says, and maybe we can think about this. Men have better sex with emotionally unstable women. Oh, this should be an interesting show. We're going to talk about that later on. And uh, we're going to talk about a hope strategist on the lead attorney's live stream. That should be later on today. He was really out there hopeful. So those are going to be the topics for later in today's show. Shout out to the coach gang. Let's show them the gotcha lady right there. There's you emotionally stable, available men right there getting finesse. God, and you sign up for you, that marriage, you gump. All right. And then we'll play this clip on the way out. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? <laughs> Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most? <laughs> 